morning and welcome to the show. We're live in St. Louis. It's Chris Enman at Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Happy Monday, everybody. Excited to be here. Uh, joining me live from an undisclosed location in uh, Brooklyn, New York, it's Travis Terrell. Good morning, Travis. Namaste, everyone. It is a blessing and a privilege, as always, for you to be in my presence. Ah, uh, there he was. Okay. It always comes back around. I get confused, and then uh, the world writes itself. Uh, the great Chris Gardner, he's the stream queen, he's the executive producer, and he usually will say something weird about a minute and a half into the show. Good morning, Mr. Gardner. Good morning, mm. gentleman in St. Louis. Good morning, my revolutionary brother in Brooklyn. What's up, Gardner? At undisclosed location. And good morning. Hope you had a good weekend. Is this further proof he's just basically in Wellston somewhere, like or somewhere around St. Louis? To my walnuts. Oh wow, that's good. Mm. Nuts of walls. Walnut. Nice. Oh, well, hold on. I want to go church on it. Walnut. Amen. I give that three bodies of Christ. Haunting. Out of three. Haunting. Hmm. Uh, Gardner, Travis joining us. Uh, we're happy to be here. Thanks to Tech Electronics. Their wonderful equipment gets us through the show. If you guys uh, missed us, well, we missed you. We missed Travis on Friday. We had a technical issue on our end. Uh, and I'm Hold actually. Hold up, time out. Before we continue, hmm? what the fuck is that on your shirt? <laughs> We've done this before. and uh, No, I'm sick and tired of this. What is this? If you if you want to be part of the team, man, I mean, maybe someday you can get jumped in. Uh, it's team is that a, lifetime is that a member. Nazi eagle? Oh, I was. He always goes that I was, direction. Yeah. I was not wanting to touch that. Yeah. I'm just saying it looks like a looks like a Nazi eagle. Excuse me, your uh, parole officer's calling, Trav. You want to pick that up? <laughs> Don't let him wait. Ooh. You know they get upset. What's that background behind? Yeah, you? what that, is that? You've that's got an racist look. as hell. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, white people. Uh, it's a mural. <laughs> well, they don't. That's such a myth. Why do you I almost did. You? I almost did, but I. My mm, wife. Privilege. I've never seen it actually in real life. I just seen it on the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, be, behind me is uh, what is now the J train uh, from the fifties. And so, yeah, it's the old uh, New York transit system from back in the 50s. It's a lovely mural inside my undisclosed location. Have you taken the A train? I have. I took it yesterday, in fact. Who wrote that? Was that Duke Ellington or Count Basie? Sure. Take the A train. Mm -hmm. I can't recall. It's one of the two. Now, you could just be at a uh, at like a Hobby Lobby or uh, what? What are those stores that sell things like that? Michaels. Michaels. You could just be at a Michaels. Wouldn't that be Very something? Possible. If he was, he's be been pretty early to be at a Michaels. Yeah, that's true. Well, it is the East Coast. <laughs> what time do you think Michaels opens, Gardner? No clue. <laughs> I couldn't even. I don't have a source uh-huh. to confirm or deny any potential any, opening potential. time. I'd say. I'd say, no, well, man, it's hobby people. I would say on the earlier side. Yeah. Now maybe with, nine. Now one of us, e- any one of the three of us, walks into a Michaels alone at 10 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Do you think the workers there are like, oh, this dork? He just got a new apartment and thinks he's gonna make it look cool. Like what? I've been What in type one of person is hanging out by at myself? Michaels? Okay. Are but you... I was looking for fabric. Uh-huh. For um, to create the patches for carte blanche. Of course, as one does. Yeah. Uh, Travis, last time you were at a Michaels. Well, first off, I think our mistake would be thinking that I give a damn about the opinion of people who work at Michaels. Mm. Oh, wow. So if my ass wants to get up on a Saturday morning and go to Michaels and start purchasing fabric, then they can just shut the hell up about their damn opinions because they work at Michaels at 10 o'clock on a fucking Saturday. Oh, okay. So, wow. Yeah. What about yeah. the uh, what about like a foam thing that you would paint and make look like something nicer? Would you ever do that? I don't know why I'm angry today, guys. I don't know what's happening. It's a, <laughs> I think I, have a I very know why. Stressful day ahead of me. I have a. It's a big day for the brand. 
of course, as you all know, as I become this, we are alive. This this mogul, as I become this um, this oh. presence in Hollywood, as I become uh, the York. next Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan. Um, Gardner, are you able to close up like, on me? You're like on the opposite coast. You're not even in Hollywood. Are you able to close up on me, Gardner? Uh, yeah. If you give me just a second. Well, here. we'll cut to this. We're like, I want Travis to become this mogul so bad. Like for him to be in that position, I would be one of the first to be interviewed when they do the background story on, oh, hey, he's smashing everything now, but where was he before? And then they just cut to me. And I'm ready. It's my debut, and I'm excited to talk about Travis. And then it's just this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Just to be I utter- like, utterly speechless. I like the nickname, though, the brand, Travis. What do you think <laughs> of that? Travis, the brand Terrell. How about that? I, I, I just. It's, I'm at a point in my career where it's not about awards anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not about the big houses. It's not about the multiple supermodels and the multiple exotic locations. Uh, it's about telling a story to the children. It's about telling a story to those who don't have a voice. And today I have an opportunity to present that voice to the world. And so uh, just a little bit on edge. I apologize. Uh, I just know today will ultimately determine uh, the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, take this in the spirit it's intended. I hope you get something that takes you far, far away. Um, uh, Black Sheep thinks you're at, a, you're at a subway. Black Sheep thinks <laughs> the wallpaper oh, you subway have restaurant? is a, yeah, a yeah, subway yeah. restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> particularly in Park Hills, Missouri. What's the special sandwich today? Mm-hmm. Is it turkey? If we Wouldn't somebody be behind awesome him slicing up it. salami. <laughs> just, just knock on their window. Excuse me. Can you do a podcast this morning? You mind if I use your subway? Sure, man. <laughs> Live from the subway. No. A subway. A subway. A yes, subway. yes. Make sure that's uh, yeah. distinguished. So, <laughs> so okay. So you've told us about uh, a little bit about who you're pitching to. Let's recap that for some people. You think your life could drastically change? Uh, all um, Travis Terrell insanity aside, what's the best possible scenario out of the next couple of days for you? Uh. I think uh, if Nickelodeon makes me executive vice president of oh, creative, that would probably be a, a smart move on their behalf. Um, to be completely honest, met with some fellows last night. We we don't necessarily have a general idea as how this is going to go. It's going to, um, but a lot of people previously, pre- previous fellows have had the opportunity to, to present their work to multiple networks and those networks have taken the time to buy that material from some previous writers for Sesame Street. Some people get opportunities to work for Sesame Street. It's kind of like a job fair, but it's all centered around you. The job comes to you. So it's going to be them kind of seeing if you're a feel for them. And uh, some people will get meetings. Some people will get some phone calls in the future. It just varies. uh, We're just about to find out how this rat race actually works. Gardner, are you intrigued? I'm always intrigued. Oh, boy. It's been a fun... Uh, fun ride. It has. Yeah. And it's not over is the thing. Mm. You know, this is just uh, part of it. This. Uh, yeah, this is one, it's one of those things where um, I think it's like, a, like it's like your baptism by fire. It's one of those where, like, this is something that's kind of part of the job or will always be part of the job, whether you like it or not. Uh, when you're trying to get a project financed or you're trying to get it in front of the the hands of the right people, these are the type of, you know, events that one has to attend. And it's, uh, like I said, why not just do it in front of multiple execs all in one night? So what better way to have it happen? You just remixed, sir. How did I mix up? Yep, you yeah, still just there? Just for a moment. Yeah, just for a moment. Go, just repeat what you're saying. No, it's just, uh, I was ultimately just saying it's all part of the job. It's just something we're going to have to get used to. So, what better way than to do it on a night like tonight? That makes sense. I also think you're upset because you missed the show Friday due to our stream issue. 
uh, and you didn't get to properly vent last week, we had a horrific, horrific, you never thought it would happen again, but it did, a repeat of the great Twitter outrage of uh, 2017, 18? 2018. 2018 that uh, originally happened. We had Gardner uh, manning things out on the street. But uh, do we have a recap of when that happened, Gardner, originally? Yeah. Uh, yes, and then we can touch on um, last week. what happened last week. But this has happened to us before, live on the air. And, I, Travis, I know you remember it. I mean, it was devastating. into his brain. It was devastating. It was, it was, it was our Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. and I mean that legitimately because we didn't know what was happening, and so did most of Hawaii. So, yeah, yeah it's the, it was the same thing. It was, uh, I mean, it was the where were you, what were you doing moment of our generation, possibly. And Definitely. we handled it rather well, and I just... For those that haven't heard how we handled it, because I know we have some new viewers, new listeners. Um, They're about that organic growth. I just want to recap how we handled it, and I believe it was April 17th, or r- around there. So mid-April is when this happened. A, a Twitter outage slash outrage happened while we were live on the air on the radio side. Mm-hmm. I think Twitter's down. Uh, what? I don't know what to do. Oh, goodness. come on, come on, Twitter bird. He's right. Code red. Twitter is not loading. No, oh. this is bad. Oh, my. Twitter is down for some users. It has been reported by CNET. I don't know, man. I'm not getting anything. Oh, God. The Russians have gotten us. Peyton, I know you're a big Twitterer. Can you get on your Twitter? He cannot get on his Twitter. I'm going to send a tweet. I am tweeting right now. Bree is currently on the phone with 911. They should be here shortly. I told him that multiple black people were in the studio, so they should be here in a matter of seconds. I'm going to call KSDK. Ask for Art Holiday. He will, No, he gets to the bottom of this. Reported in UK, Japan, and eastern coast of the United States. Well, it's in Midwest now, my friend. It's spreading. It's happening. I'm going to send a tweet. Tweet test. Tweet test work. But I cannot read other tweets. I've got nothing. NGA, have they set up shop already in North City? Can we get them on the phone, please? Twitter outrage map. Outrage, <laughs> outrage and outrage. <laughs> There's outrage. The outrage is here. Outrage, outrage is, here. is in the studio. Japan was hit the hardest. Twitter outage map has Japan in red. Do not panic. Do not panic. Do not go get your kids from school just yet. You might want to get your kids. Okay, you may have to get the kids out of school. We do not know the cause for this outage. Bree is doing her best to contact the necessary authorities to find out what happened. I am not one to cause mass hysteria, but I think the Russians are knocking on the door. This is just like Red Dawn. This is how Red Dawn started. There are three cars backed up at one pump at the Phillips 66 across the street. Oh my. No, no, two cars are just parked. So people are not necessarily panicking as of yet. Save yourselves. Okay, wait. I, okay, Twitter has been reestablished. Twitter is back. I have Twitter back. They let me know that I passed my Twitter test. Looks like the West Coast was not drastically affected by the free Twitter outrage, uh, outage, or however you want to call it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I thought we handled it pretty well the previous time. I tell you what, to have a investigative team on standby for those moments. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. mo- hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. What an emotional time for our country. Yeah, mm-hmm. for our something. country. Yeah. I think we uh, luckily we weren't on the air this last time. The recent one was it last Thursday, I guess. Uh, when this all went down again, but Jesus, I was. I mean, it, you kind of have the flashbacks though, when something like that happens. I was, I was, I was being productive with my life, so I didn't know it was down. And when I discovered that it was, I've never felt more empty inside. Yeah. And it was at that moment that I was like, man, maybe I should have started a family sooner. You know, maybe I should have laid off some of the drugs. And I don't know, it was a very reflective hour. And then it came back and I was like, oh, never mind. Shut up about that stupid stuff. Yeah. Back to the cool memes and the bottle challenges. Twitter outrage map. Oh, right there. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. And I don't, and I don't like the fact that Chris is very nonchalant about it. Like Chris, he isn't as emotionally scarred as others during that day like that moment like it doesn't even phase him like he, he he thinks twitter's cute 
he doesn't know it's a way of life. And I hate, I wish he would show more appreciation for the amazingness of Twitter. President Trump saved Twitter. Mm. See, that's some bull. Remember that? Mm. It was kind of struggling, and he said, get back up here. He mm. said, come with me. Well, you he had four, <laughs> four years of prosperity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How was, but you had the black, were you involved in the blackout? Come on, swim out of it. Okay, let's see here. So there was a the lights went out, the power went mm-hmm. out in uh mm-hmm. New York City, Travis. Did that did. impact you at all? And that was over it the Saturday, did not. I guess? No, yeah, we were actually some friends and I were considering going into Manhattan, but we felt like it was just such a nice day. We wanted to find some place where we could uh, just partake in the lovely parks by the river. And so we stayed on the Brooklyn side. And yeah, at some point, over 42,000 customers lost power in midtown Manhattan. Um, so it it was a massive inconvenience on a Saturday afternoon. There was no power in parts of uh, Times Square. Uh, a lot of the tourist attractions had to be shut down because there was no power. Uh, shows on Broadway, which had just begun, uh, they had to evacuate the theaters. I don't know if you saw some of the Twitter threads, but there were some of the actors and performers who actually performed on the street corners and outside the theater venue for audiences because they had to, of course, cancel the show since there was no power. I got a little so video, So that was kind of cool. Oh, cool. Fire that bad boy up. This is the, uh, I guess this was outside Carnegie Hall. Um, mm-hmm. The Millennial Choir, I think it's called. I, I consider the Carnegie Hall, it's like one of my office mates uh, because it's so close to the Sesame Street offices. So it's almost like I work across the street from Carnegie Hall. Okay. Like, of course I do, right? <laughs> should, I like describing it like that. Hmm. Finding a landmark. Oh, I walked across the street. Or I work, you know, right by Carnegie Hall. Right. It's like you're a part of it. Yeah. You make it sound like you're a part of it. Right. Like, oh, you know, old, old Carnegie. Yeah. Just hanging old out. Old Carnegie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hall. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, impromptu concerts uh, happening around town. Here you go. <laughs> awesome and also i noticed best fans on broadway <laughs> i noticed the, there the too best fans in theater what was happening as the power goes out and i was unaware of this until a few people on twitter were pointing it out because they were there was something called manhattan hinge where yes the sun yeah will set uh, in between the, I forgot what street, but it it goes. It's like a this phenomenon where it just sets in between the massive skyscrapers in New York, like at a perfect time at a perfect angle. Uh, it's like the equinox almost, but for the sun in Manhattan. So it like at certain moments of the day, that sun when it sets, it just splits these massive buildings right mm-hmm. down the middle and it's absolutely gorgeous. I forgot it was taking place this weekend as well. I think it's also going to take place again next weekend too. Um, but yeah, that's a, it's become a more recent phenomenon with the growth of Instagram and Twitter. Good pictures. People want very good pictures. pictures. Like yeah. people literally, and it's now come up again, like it's the crazy thing about New York is that something can become, viral and a phenomenon overnight and it becomes a tourist attraction in a matter of a year and so police officers literally are now stationed outside of manhattan hinge because they know people will stand in the middle of the street and take these pictures so now that's a thing in new york so you can see if you're a resident for a long time how that could probably get annoying over a while well 
I mean, Eckert's here just opened up mm -hmm. their sunflower field maze. Yep. So oh. I think we're going to have oh. more of these photos going on around town yeah, probably absolutely. here, too. Oh, dear it's God. Your own little, so, own little slice of Coachella, wherever you are. So get ready for oh, those. God. Yep. You all right there? Is, is that a real photo? Yeah, it's a real photo. Like from an Instagram morning? account? Um, I don't know. I can't remember where I pulled it from. Why? Chris, hit that. Do you want me to try and find the person for you? No, I'm just curious. Like that's a good photo, but is it that? Is that what people are literally doing throughout St. Louis now? Oh, well, they sure. will be. They will be. They will be. Yeah. That's oh, probably a photo okay. for. See, the problem is, anytime there's some kind of a sunflower farm or something, uh, the people from maybe even from the Millennial Theater, Millennial Choir, uh, tend to stop, stomp around, and take a bunch of selfies with whatever flowers are in the field. And uh, you encourage this behavior, Travis. I do. I do because I love those accounts and I love this city because of that, because this is where most of the influencers live. And so you will be walking down the street and there will be someone with a selfie stick just in the middle of the crowd, just casually taking pictures and uh, you can't even get mad about it anymore because it's people's job to tell people pay the rent around here. They, they take fun photos in the city of New York and, that's how they live their life. So even as a New Yorker, they're like, even when you see them on the street, you can't be mad because you're like, hey, they're working. Can you be bad if there's like a building on fire and they're doing that though? Yeah, I can see that being an issue. I believe that's <laughs> happened before. Maybe, right. maybe, but I think right now a lot of the heat is on people in Chernobyl. They're going to visit. You see the, uh, have you seen the numbers that people have since the HBO show of visitors are now coming from across the world to now take pictures in front of the Chernobyl site. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, as long as that's a thing, I think most American influences are good. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I yeah, that, it gets to be a little Would you weird. be, if you guys had, if, you, if someone said, hey, we're going to pay you six figures to be an IG Twitter influencer, do you think you guys could create enough content to to justify your salary i don't think i could ever justify my salary in that instance um maybe that's an old school way of looking at it mr gardner's uh, account of the weird yeah is, is what we would look i into. don't i don't know how i could ever fully justify a salary that's six figures for that i don't photography for the photography well well <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I just don't. Place, if you placed, uh, think about that. You, you've got one um, valley that you should go into, and that's uh, Big Tobacco. And if they could uh, find ways to put product placement into your Instagram account, it's, very, it's, uh, it's justified pretty quick, sir. Maybe if it's just, you know, I'm traveling different places, but that costs money. But everywhere I go, I smoke a cigarette mm. in the photo or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, they just happen to be a certain brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I prefer Newports. Got it. We can make that work. Okay. Putting it out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the folks at Truth will be right up on, on your ass as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, it's the only industry that's forced to advertise against itself. So <laughs> By paying for their own <laughs> advertising. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I am curious, uh, since we're talking uh, fire, there's a oh. there's a melee today. Oh, yeah. Why, uh, why the melee? What's going on with this? And uh, where does a cigarette? I could see a cigarette igniting. Uh, mm -hmm. what the topic is, but oh, please yeah. fill us in. This is a, I can see how you spent your weekend. Well, well, I spent my weekend in a number of ways, uh, diving down a number of political topics. Oh, boy. Um, one of them is statewide here in Missouri, where Governor Mike Parson, the Bolivar, is it Bolivar or Bolivar? Bolivar. The Bolivar. Bolivar. Yeah, the Bolivar bullshitter. Um won't allow Viking funerals okay. to happen within the state. Mm. And uh, was this a pressing issue that needed to be addressed? Well, to me, it is. Okay. I'm on borrowed time, man. All right, got it. Borrowed time right now. So I'm, I'm in planning mode. I got a playlist going. I got an email draft with my funeral <laughs> playlist. Uh -huh. um, I've know, already wanted to what's happening? have, uh, we've just talked about it, a Viking funeral on the River to Pair. Mm. I mean, look how yes. glorious that could look. That well, that's an ocean. Cool. 
Yeah, but uh, that's an ocean. There's still sun with, with a horizon and uh, yeah. and, and lots there, of open there's space. There's a horizon and... on the River de Pere. Okay, okay. Especially when it's flooded. Got it. Um, then you really get a look at it. So it looks like a lake. Thing. So your flaming boat could end up in someone's front yard. Oh. Is that what you want? Well, that's not the hope. Okay. It, more likely, you'll run into like a bridge or something like that, and then Got just it. kind of crumble and dissipate. Got it. But. Uh, I'm just upset with the governor for his stance on that, and I just put out wanted a poll question: Should Viking funerals be uh, legal in the state of Missouri? We only cover the the hardest of core news. And your options are mm-hmm for yes, and all hell nah mm. for no. Good incorporation. And I just will give the results tomorrow. That's all. It, it's something that I've discussed before, so I thought it at least could be put out as a poll question. And after my only thing it. is, I, I, the only thing I think they would justifiably drop this bill is because I, I think they fear that maybe people would set large parts of nature on fire oh. because oh. of the, because people just aren't accurate with their, maybe if we had more accurate, uh, what are those people called? Like an archer? Arches, arch, arch, archer. Yeah, there we go. Archerist, arcaninist, anarchist. Oh, keep working through it. Archerist, uh, archeries. I think you nailed it. With archeries, anarchist. Robin Hoodies, Robin oh. Robin Hoodians. Oh. There we go, Robin Hoodians. Robin Hoodians, yes. I think uh, I think if we had more accurate Robin Hoodians, I think this law probably would have passed. Okay, mm. well, but maybe I, can do I mean it's Missouri. So it, when it comes to so it, it's an archery issue. We've have we learned? I think I think if it's it's Missouri, we don't pay attention to laws. Like we not, not like. Do you think people are gonna not do Viking funerals now? I was gonna say there are several things that when you grow up in a rural area and then you get you go into a, more of a city setting, you're like, what? Exactly. Well, that's illegal. I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been doing that for. A day. I haven't exactly. talked to someone who plans funerals about it, and they're like, yeah, I think I can make this happen for you. Why are you? Oh, what you're I looking have a at? You went that far. I have a friend who's retired. Okay. Um, like he went to school for all that stuff. He was running funeral homes for years. Mm. Um, and he still does some every so often if people in particular that he knows ask. And I sat down with him one day and said, hey, can we make this happen? He's like, I, we're going to work on it. We're going to give this a shot. So Is Gardner forward thinking or is he just living in a morbid prison can of it his be both? own mind? Can it be both? It can't be. It's the question I often ask. Like, I think okay. it's not an unreasonable request. I don't yeah. know if how many people are accurate enough to pull it off. I think that maybe yeah. is the concern because think about the cost. Because you would imagine, like I said, if you're going to do it, you don't want someone to be 10 feet away. No, you want someone to do some Legolas, like shoot it off the back of a good arch backboard. Yeah, yeah well, get some huge arch on it over a bridge or something I into the my brother. river. I'm sorry? My brother... Excuse me. My little brother could do it. I mean, he's an Olympic level. He's archer. a Robin Hoodian. No, I mean, but he does he does bow hunting. So does my father. Okay. So I mean, now do you pr- do but you he can make it use... go up and make it come down. Do you want uh, them to use an old school, or are you okay with a compound? There's a you know. Well, you, you know what? Do you May- want their skill? Maybe used? Lindenwood owes me. They have like a champion, like archer archery team at Lindenwood. Okay. Like they they have got they have people that go to the Olympics. For archery at now we're talking. Now so we're maybe talking. Lindenwood owes me a favor now, and we get the archery team at Lindenwood to handle it. Would that mm-hmm. be? I mean, because well, now we can, we're now we're Olympic talking, level. Then now we're talking sponsorship as well. I'm now interested. What are we working with here? Okay. How do we get this brand sponsored? Like, I've do, seen that. How do we make this happen? <laughs> we could even get we could get Kingsford. Wait. We could get Kingsford charcoal on uh, as uh, as a, for the slow burn. You guys have dogs. Oh. Oh, wait, oh, I meant Aww. on your pyre. Uh, okay, oh. got it. Okay. Oh, that's fine. What do I care at that point? Uh, if you're from a rural community, would you use a Roman candle to shoot the raft? <laughs> Fair question. <laughs> no, it's a, you're throwing sparkler bombs. Okay, there it is, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully nobody loses I a finger in the, in, the, uh, in the issue. But, but the fact is that there is a small group of world-class archers that probably receive weird letters in the mail or phone calls via their agent to participate in Viking funerals across the globe. That is just such a deal. Like there is somebody who's on a flight right now headed to some weird European country 
which we've never heard of because he's a top five archer in the world and he's about to arm his seventh Vikingar. That's a thing to be. That person should have a podcast or a blog. Uh, better Archer, the cartoon or the pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Mm, the cartoon. It's definitely the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon. And Travis, that's a racist choice on your part, so I'm glad you walked That is my bad. Travis, you racist as hell. Thank well, there you. Is a Sam world... Lyons filled in for you uh, for Make It Racist uh, admirably. Which was racist Friday. as hell. Oh, that I'm was sorry. very like, you just, you found a light skinned black there man from the South with an there afro. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about that wasn't racist. That was super racist. Okay, got it. Gardner, what are you looking for there? Oh, I'm looking to see who the best archers in the world are. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have the Archers of Loaf. That's a band. Okay. Um, Chris Archer, oh, again, for the uh, Pirates. Uh, Archer, the cartoon. And then um, Archie from the comics. Okay, it looks like South Korea is the place to go. Why is that? Uh, they have a that lot of, of good archers, it seems like. Oh, okay, got it. Kuban Chan. Sure. Lee Sang Yoon, mm-hmm. um, Kim Woo Jin. Yeah, of course. Uh, Brady Ellison looks like the one in terms of the United States. He won a bronze medal. There's Jean Charles Valadant, who mm-hmm. won a silver from France. All right, so here's the situation. What ha- what happens if you bring one of these world class archers to your Viking funeral, and he mistakenly loses an arrow and kills someone at a viking funeral Mm -hmm. do you still use that archer for the viking funeral of the person that he killed oh fair question yeah does he now hey my bad i'll give you a 17 percent discount on my services there you go for the loss of your other relative but hey i'm here prorate do you get a prorated deal if an archer kills someone at a viking funeral Mm, I would think so. Yeah, it depends yeah. On, on where he's from. I mean, from. you made a mistake at that point. Yeah. Yeah. At least no deposit, right? Yeah, I mean... That's fair. Wave the deposit. Something has to happen I in think that that's case. fair. Uh, you don't have to go to jail, but, uh, I mean, something has to happen there. I We've got a link on here. Uh, maybe this happens for you. Maybe we've got the uh, the boat floating out into the river to pair. We think uh, old silver here is underneath the pile of uh of fire and gardner walks up eating a hot dog as uh as the family <laughs> as the family's e- barbecuing uh this is actually a story that we have on the rundown uh family family making funeral plans for their relative shocked when he shows up at the barbecue <laughs> This is from Chicago. <laughs> Family that was making funeral plans for a beloved relative for author- who authorities said had died in hospice care was shocked when the man showed up at a friend's barbecue. Oh, my goodness. Exposing what the family says, a fatal case of mistaken identity on the part of Chicago oh. police and hospital officials. Yeah, there's a lawsuit with that one. Yeah, you'd think so. Uh, so that's the man who was alive. There's a massive lawsuit with that one. Yeah, so, yeah, so the individual, the man in question, uh, the doctors, uh, Again, it was mistaken identity, and when they brought the family in to identify the body, the body was so mangled in the face that they they weren't certain themselves that this was their relative, but the doctors and police insisted that, no, no, right now you're just going through grief, but this is indeed your relative. It's time to set the wheels in motion for funeral plans. Uh, But uh, So they had an entire funeral for this individual, uh, but the but what ended up happening was this individual was actually visiting relatives in the south, so he was out of town, so he knew nothing that this was even going on. So he returns after the funeral to this event for family. It was a barbecue, and sure enough, he just walks. And the way they tell the story is that you know it's a fairly big family reunion or a family event, and like people started running to like you know, his aunts and cousins, like, you won't believe who's here right now. You you won't. This is this is unbelievable. Like, such a thing, but he's here. And uh, sure enough, he was alive, and there's a massive lawsuit going on against the hospital I, and the uh, police department. I'm surprised in this day and age 
that uh, no one tried to kill him when he walked in right, because they right. thought he was a zombie. <laughs> yeah. Like I like like at least a, like a you know a teenager say eh, it's a zombie apocalypse. He and walks, then just tries to kill the guy. He walks in. I mean, if if Jesus. Jesus' thing had happened as it goes. Oh, fable. I'm getting confused. There's a character uh, on Walking Dead they call like Jesus, if, too. Like, if Jesus, uh, like, had, like, died and then came back, like, in today's age, someone would try to kill him because they thought he was a zombie. Right. Or they'd be like, they would even, yeah. even to him, they would be like, this is devil worship. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's the exact would be, opposite, yeah, man. That would, it would not fly at no, all. No, no, it wouldn't. And you got to think, too, like, if he walks in to the, uh, to the family barbecue and you hear a cult get like uh, the gun right uh, the uh, the revolver yeah. no not the I drink stereotype not there. the drink you hear a revolver kind of click and you just hear coral i deserve it's, the it's trouble trips. this is it's going to be bad so so Travis, i think this is a do you flip out if, he, if, if, if he's your uncle and he walks in is there is there a is there a celebration is there are you immediately mad how's it go i think i think you go to anger um, because he's 68 too, you can't get too excited. Like I'm not, I don't know the man's health. Maybe he's the healthiest 68 year old in the world. You get too damn excited. He's obviously <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take may not maybe his ticker's not doing. Well, that he's great. obviously gonna be confused as well. Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh wow, this is the nicest right. you guys have been to me since Christmas '87. Yeah, yeah. Well, you held a funeral for someone, so I mean, funerals are a, like a process. I don't know if anyone's ever had to plan a funeral but it takes a lot out of you you're in the middle of grieving and also trying to take care of family business so that puts on an added amount of stress so i can't imagine going through the process of planning a funeral having the funeral and then you have a family get together only weeks later and then the person you thought you had just buried shows up i would be obviously happy that my family members alive but incredibly angry that you lied to my family and you screwed up and humiliated my family and caused this, this trauma for no reason at all. So yeah. I would be like that family yeah, is likely to win that lawsuit and they should. And if the hospital and the police department were smart, they would try to immediately settle because you told, you literally told these people that no, you're crazy. You're going through grief. So you denied them even the opportunity to question whether or not that was their well relative. You know what I'm saying? So and they even wanted they weren't sure themselves and right. you told them no, you're stupid. This and is I, gonna I get so expensive if they do this hourly per you know, like if you base everyone that was at the funeral what their time's worth hourly, and that had to be like a fourteen hour funeral. I think at least. I mean, there's gonna be just <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wouldn't be longer than Aretha's. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right, maybe, all right. maybe five yeah. or six. No, the church service alone yeah. cut, cut like three days off people's uh, lives. <laughs> I, it's like figuring out time Oof. when someone's innocent and you've had them in prison. They do that when you they're assessing. They have like a formula. <laughs> they're sitting there. They're in a back office. They've got the police chief Ooh, and the, and the mayor. And then they have an assessor come in and they're like, all right, what religion were they? Were they yeah. Catholic? Are we? We'll be okay, right? They're yeah. like. Third Baptist. Oh, no. What have we done? He throws his papers in the air. <laughs> Damn it. What have we done? But We're broke as a city. That's at least, they at least like to need to set aside money, like separate from whatever lawsuit, to pay for the man's next funeral, I guess. <laughs> right. Can because you know the family's like, we ain't paying for another can funeral. Can we comp him the funeral, that, yeah, the, the real one? Yeah. So yeah. they should at that's least, separate from whatever the Question. settlement or money that is, Separate from that has to be money set aside and plan already planned the man's next funeral. Super, super important question, and this is a this is a character thing. I need you guys to answer very honestly. And if you're listening in the comments, let us know there too. Travis, are you if this man's family as uh they had the funeral, they had the celebration, everything, that means one thing. That means there's probably leftovers from your own funeral. Mm -hmm. Are you eating some of Auntie's sweet potato pie that was your own funeral food? Is there a karma issue with that? Or is it, hey, uh, more for me? Are you eating your own leftovers from your funeral? I need to know. I absolutely would because, like... 
how do you like because you know that's probably going to be the the best damn food you've yeah. ever had like that's funeral food well and you're still so, alive you know, somebody was it. like you're gonna appreciate it so yeah i didn't think about that i i never thought about like whether or not i would want to eat my own funeral food but now that you guys have put it so eloquently Yes, I think are I would you, like to try my own funeral food. Are you mad? Are you mad if you've got the one cousin who usually makes really great homemade pie, and you see that she showed up with, uh, you know, something from Walmart that she got in a hurry? Because you know what, eh, you know, he, he's gone. Oh, this is what you think about me, right? Right. Like, do you you learn what people of, think about you, you at think, that moment. You think yes. Yeah, so we've got Tom and Sean. I think you want to now. You would, yeah. You would yeah. want to. You want the film. You want the game film from your funeral. So you, you want to know what people said about you when you died. And so like that, that's a, yeah, I think in this particular case, he's a very fortunate man because he can find out how people truly felt yes. about him. Yeah. Is your is the friend you always worried about already firing on your on your wife? Like I mean Because think about it. Well, it is it's a good I remarried. Good it's and been it's three too. days. Right. She's like <laughs> Right. Sorry, I always wanted to have an orgy with the Chicago Bears. It's like it happens. Damn it. Yeah. But her, but here's the other thing as well, because you know he's dead, so he's off the rolls. He's off the grid. Uh-huh. Like, Ooh, how, like I would. Do leave. you really want this story back into the public? Because right, you're like, right. look, they messed up. Like they ain't gotta know I'm alive. I can go out and be whoever I want. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the thing that bothers me more than anything is like to be brought back from the dead, and now the news knows. So there goes your opportunity to well, walk this earth being and, a complete nobody. And you're, now now you've enticed me, Travis. Now, yeah, now we're talking. you've convinced me of, like, why can't this happen to me? Why can't I die in the eyes of others but still be alive? Because then the questions become, like, if I show up at that barbecue and they're like, oh, my God, you're still here, and you're finding things out, you're wondering, like, hey, how much money do we have in my life insurance policy? Yep. Yep. And exactly. this kind of thing, and then right. like there might be a point where I say, "I was never here. I'll see you." Do the good people? I'm gone. Do the well, good people a, at, at a, Ameren and the utility companies check Google for yeah. you know what's going on? Right, and I'll yeah. be like, "I well, got a burner phone. Thing. I'll call you." Mm-hmm. And and I would and I don't know the legal process of being brought back to life, but I would imagine <laughs> there is some legal ass. and financial issues and some yeah, like how does that? Because he was like I said, he was. This event took place two weeks after the funeral, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, that's a window. That's enough time for him to be, for lack of a better term, again, taken off the rolls. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would like to kind of walk around in that. I kind of would like at least another month of being, like, not having to pay taxes and not have to worry about a bill collected. Like, I want to walk around in that for a little bit. And then you could just create, recreate yourself. As to yes. where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So yes. really, so really, the, the Chicago authorities should offer this as a service. So we don't need to be so hard on them. This is something they could market right. for themselves. Like you get to pick two or three people a year that just get to clean slate it. You're off. Yep. You're off That's the right. grid. The new lottery. Start anew. Not like the short story. Oh, that would be that would be dope. That would be pretty cool. Like because yeah, like. I would play that lottery where you could just completely delete yourself from society. Mm-hmm. Like, well, imagine we, we how cool that would be. Yeah. Huh? Huh? What? That's Sorry. Uh, good time to tell you about St. Louis Counseling Services. Check out stlouiscounseling.org. Uh, they have services in the St. Louis areas for individuals, businesses, schools, seeking counseling services. You can find them online at stlouiscounseling.org. Also, download the podcast. Tom Duff speaks to comedians, uh, business people, other mental health professionals. You can get it anywhere podcasts are uploaded. You can check them out. Great conversations breaking down the stigma of mental health issues. That's St. Louis Counseling and Mental Health Matters, the podcast. So big thanks to everybody for tuning in. I uh, I do have one from uh, Black Sheep. So just <coughs> change your jersey number. Then you can come back from death or erase a assault charge like Kobe. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh God! That's a that's one from from the listeners there. Uh, so all in all, Ooh. are we still going to be hard on the Ooh. Chicago authorities? Or and you also have to buy your wife like the a biggest ring, three million dollar seen. ring. Yeah. So right, also do that. Yeah, I think yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, I suspect someone's going to lose their job, but um, 
No, that's not. I how, mean, this that's is not how government runs. Somebody's yeah, gonna get true. promoted, and they're gonna be like, "Well, what are you yeah, gonna do?" That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think about that. Yeah, I don't think anything's gonna come. I mean, the family's gonna get a nice payday. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, I'm naive. No one's losing their job. It's just gonna be a nice payday for the family. So, betting on the fella. Is he going to take this opportunity and run with it? Is he going to be somebody that we're like, man, he really he really did a great job with this? I like to think so. I like to think he starts wearing suits everywhere now, and he's got uh, some new friends, and then maybe uh, he's uh, he's making a, a move now that he's got no utility bills to pay. I think this is – but this is kind of a unique story. Like I kind of – I would not be surprised if this is a, a series or a sitcom in a year and a half because it makes too much sense for like, just again, think about being erased and then coming back to life. If you well, will. it's a perfect like, storm too, be- because he's 68 and he couldn't just be texted, I guess. You know what I mean? Like nobody texts him like, Hey, just right. checking on you, you know, cause we're not sure about this or even the relatives he's visiting. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they live in the country or, or if this is something else, this had to be a perfect storm in today's, modern communication yes. war like and then how did he know the barbecue was happening uh it's kind of it's kind of crazy yeah yeah i think yeah it's it's yeah but that's but you still have to know like there's a very detailed process in identifying bodies like someone didn't follow protocol like they missed at least five six steps at some point and that's just incredibly careless especially when it comes to someone's loved one so yeah like those processes that that's a detailed sh- like 100 percent process you can't mess that up like someone was just like i'm at the end of a shift yeah just tell them their loved one's dead like that started it so that's so yes i'm still blaming the <laughs> hospital and still blaming the cops because someone was just like man i'm about to look at these ribs i've been trying to eat yeah. i ain't yeah. had my lunch in six hours uh, tell their family they gone no, crazy. What about if he reverse? was alive? He like to Chris's point, he probably would have been like, "Well, why hasn't he shown up? Have you called him?" <laughs> like, okay, you people are delirious. Please, he's dead. Move on. So, no, what about the other comedy. family? This is a good. Comedy. It is. I like. I think we need to flesh this out, and this can be uh, our first collaboration, Travis. What? What about the other family? They were just thinking the guy's an asshole who hasn't been around for a couple weeks. <laughs> Turns out he's dead. <laughs> like, did they do the opposite with them when they're like? Hey, we think um, we think you have our family we member in your custody, and we, think he, and we think he might be. Uh, he, th- there might be something grave with this, and they're like, "No, that turd's out partying. You, you just go keep texting him. It's fine. It's fine." That's the people. Uh, that's a good point. That's yeah. a and the guy's wife filed that. for divorce while he's dead. Oh no! Oh no! Do they have to? Did they bear? <laughs> did they bury this man? Did they oh, have I to exhume know. the uh, the man who who was? I mean, if it's oh, that I kind don't of, know. What if they cremated it? I think it? they did bury What if they cremated it? Oh. And they didn't get to... Oh, no. So they this gotta, is going to get... They're going to have to pay out a number of areas here. You would think, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good news. Let's... All just gets passed on to And actually, they should the pay taxpayer. for that funeral, too. They really should. There's two should. funerals they should be paying for really here. Really should. One that happened and is going to happen again mm-hmm. at some point. Three and total. Th- and then one that happened but probably didn't happen properly. Mm-hmm. So they're going to redo that one too. Like, do so they... you're redoing two funerals basically. Well, and then they need to pay Let's the be back. Honest. We want this reality show. We want yeah. this reality show, right? We want right. this, like if this was, or a documentary on Netflix, because you would have to think that this isn't the only time something like this has happened. Oh, no. So I just, I'm trying to just think of the trauma and how it, the dominoes, I would drastically affect your life knowing that that was dead and now you have to readjust your life your feelings and the person that's brought back to life like again i'm just i would be very curious to to hear what people had to say about me at my own funeral oh man like that's the part i'd be very curious because think about it think about it like like it's one thing like remember uh like uh, when you guys stood me up for my birthday party, uh-huh. like oh, it'd told be us like two and that. Two hours before it started. Yeah, got it. Well, it's See, just I like a like, funeral. I don't know when it was gonna happen. Like, say you're going into witness protection. I got another thing too. And uh, they say, hey, we have to let them. We have to fake your death and then put you in witness protection. Like, I'm telling those people, can you at least like 
find a way to live stream the events because mm-hmm. I want to see how people react. Right. Because I'm going to carry that with me. And there might be a time where I come out of witness protection and there's going to have to have some talks. Right. Or now, vengeance immediately. There's that also. Um, so <laughs> I would like to have that information. Like I, It would be hard for me not to know. I would not be, I would, if they wouldn't allow it, I would have to find other avenues to make sure I knew what that, what happened there. Like, that's what I would, I would want to know that if the scenario presented itself where I had to fake my death for witness protection, I need to know how people reacted and responded at my funeral. And if they actually put me to rest like I requested. Mm, mm-hmm. Would it now, be about, would you be upset as to who it was in attendance? Would attendance bother you? Like, if you looked up, you were like, oh, shit, I can't believe my Uncle Charlie didn't show up. What the hell that's all yeah, about? Like, I think that's me. the part that would get to me would be like, oh, for real, y'all didn't have time to stop at my funeral? For real, bro? Right. No, yeah, that most certain. Like, that, I, then the list would be made. And at some point, you'd come out, I'd come out of witness protection mm-hmm. and say, I'm here. And then what I'm if, the like, bad Rihanna, guy. Because I lied to them or something. Or Michelle Obama showed up at your funeral. Like, what if, like, some baddie showed up at your funeral? Would you try to go hit on those baddies now that you're brought back to life? Like, maybe, like... Gotcha. Maybe, right. like, they created your death in, like, a very heroic way that, you know, was a complete lie. Mm-hmm. And that inspired others and, like, celebrities, like you're mentioning there, Travis. And then they are like, if we only could have met sooner. Like, I mean, mm. like, say that They're happened. They're for yeah, you. Like yeah, you, like, you're watching her talk. And she's like, I didn't know him, but I felt like I knew him. Do you? And I wish I could have gotten to know him better. I thought, yeah. and then you're just like, I mean, what are you doing then? Well, I'm here now. Let's make the most of this crazy, <laughs> messed up world. Now, how now? How do you handle? Say somebody went through. Well, this guy was older, but say it's you, Gardner, mm-hmm. and someone hacked into your Facebook. You know, because they just they needed closure and they wanted that. Do you then have to answer for something that you did, or if they find something in your room when they're cleaning it, like, uh oh, he was lying about that. Do you then have to answer to those people? Like people found out you were kind of talking some smack about them and they don't really care for that. Did they get the opportunity to then confront you because of your true feelings and what they discovered? They're like, hey, we're super happy you're alive and back and that's all good and well. But you said I was an asshole in this Facebook message three months ago. Uh, That's probably fair. Mm. You have to then answer for they, it. They won't find that. Personally, though, on my Facebook, they won't find that. Because if you look at my timeline, it's just uh, people sending me bear memes mm. and stories. Mm. So that's all my Facebook is. Okay. Um, so I don't have to worry about that. Plus, my second computer has a... Oh, boy. Should you be talking about fail that? Fail-safe, so to speak. Okay. Um, it's simple. The hard drive melts in a certain situation. Computer, so, computer Ron, rest in peace. Set that up for you. Thanks, Ron. Right? Yeah. Mm. Ah, up top best up top uh <laughs> that was the best hour on we are live you've ever heard uh be sure to uh, subscribe about death and fear on itunes if you haven't yet and we love those five star reviews uh check us out on itunes wherever you get your podcast if you're watching on the video uh hit uh, share during the break let's get some more people watching listening and enjoying the show Again, big thanks to Tech Electronics for supporting us and for the uh, the lovely studio equipment. Oh Travis, God. it's progressively gotten darker and you've gotten harder to see. I think you are fading into a witness protection video, sir. If you start sounding very strange, I'm going to think something's up. We'll take a quick break. We're live in Grand Center at Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Quick break. We'll be right back on the other side.